0: listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Uh, Let's move to tight ends. Kelsey at number one. Mark Andrews at number two. With Tyler Huntley, by the way, practicing in full so far this week. On Wednesday, he practiced in full. So that's a great sign that he's going to be good to play. Uh, Dalton Schultz at three. Two games in a row at full route participation. Uh, That's awesome. That's what you want to see. Great matchup as well. TJ Hawkinson at four, George Kittle tonight at five, uh, in a great matchup. Hopefully Purdy can find him. But I'm looking at David Njoku at six against Baltimore. You know, he was back last week with 90% rap participation. That was awesome to see. There's yeah. definitely an argument for Njoku over Kittle. I think, I think you think we should fair.
1: make that change? Yeah, I think we do. Uh, I think it's okay. warranted because we saw. Even the, we just talked about Don Peoples Jones and Amari Cooper. He's looked Deshaun Watson was looking for Don Peoples Jones, but David Njoku's also getting looks in the passing game. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't he out target Amari Cooper? Is that true? He did. Yeah. So who who could blame him? You know, David Njoku. David is just a freak. But um, you know, I, I think that having him at five over George Kittle with a quarterback situation, and, you know, it's Brock Purdy, and obviously we hope he does well, but it's no guarantee. This is his second career start. Uh, I think it makes sense to put David Njoku over him at five.
0: Amari Cooper seems to me like a great uh, tournament G- uh, G- GPP DFS play this week. Yeah, it, it, it he really does. Be. Like he he can put up two touchdowns pretty easily. Um, you know, like in, in terms of like him, his ceiling is going to be there regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah, it seems like people are going to be off of him this week. Yeah. All right, let's see. Especially if they're uh, listening to else? this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Okay, let's go contrarian. Let's go Amari Cooper. Um, Gerald Everett in a good matchup uh, against Tennessee at seven, followed by Greg Dulcich at eight in a great matchup against Arizona. It seems like Russell Wilson is progressing through the protocol in a way that he will play this week. Uh, just monitor that, though. I have Okonko at nine because Traylon Burks is not progressing the way that we'd want him to in order to, for him to play this week. So it looks like right. Burks might not play. So if that's the case, Okonko, again, you know, even though he's sharing that route, route participation with. Cooper, it looks like they're targeting him. He looks like a freak though. And he's gonna yeah. he's gonna produce if he's getting looks.
1: I'm okay with starting O'Conquo. Even I think even if Traylon Burks plays, because he looks like a dynamic, you know, receiving player and in the Titans offense that needs that type of player. I mean, obviously Traylon Burks, if he plays, they have one. But if you can get two with in Okonkwo there. I think he's worlds better in terms of his talent than Austin Hooper. You know, there's not really anybody else that scares me to take away the targets. They've been looking his way these past few weeks. I think he's carved himself out a role that's going to continue regardless of whether Traylon Burks plays or not. It's for me, with the way the tight end landscape is and the talent that Jagozi McConquo has. I think regardless of whether Traylon Burks plays or not, I'm starting him for the upside. I'm with you. Uh, I and I got fire Firemouth at ten, man. Like.
0: You know, he has a foot injury apparently now and, you know, his rap participation has been around 50% each of the last two weeks. It's not what you want to see, man. It's not what you want to see. No. And with, with the with the quarterback issues, like, I don't know what the quarterback situation is going to look like. I, I'm, you know, fine with is a decent start. You know, the, the matchup is okay. But, you know, he he's a tight end one. That's pretty much it. That's how I would
1: leave it at, at this yeah. point. Because we're entering Cold crap shoot range now yeah You're going to 10 it, it, if Ryan going. most
0: raw participation was what it was like before the last two weeks like sure like yep. start him as like a top six seven tight end but not right now um cole command at 11 against philly you know he would be higher if this was if this wasn't such a tough matchup for tight ends. Yeah. um same thing with evan ingram right he had a, he had a sick day last week but, you know, he was, like, the tight end, like, 30-something. And then he went all the way up to, like, the tight end three on the year. or Something yeah. crazy like that with that one game. Uh, but Dallas is also one of the toughest matchups for tight ends. So, you know, you got you to gotta make sure that you don't, like, over, you know, overvalue what he did last week uh, right.
1: against the Lions. Dallas' defense is tough. I'll give you that. But I think that if anybody's going to have success against the Cowboys, it would be the receivers. So, I think having him here at 12, you know – A lot of people are probably going to be like, but for us, he had 40 points last week, and Trevor Lawrence looks good. Like, no. Uh, I think you kind of have to temper expectations with him this week. Um, I don't think it's going to be a high, high high-scoring game, but I don't think it's going to be a low-scoring game either. Evan Ingram, you know, it was a high-scoring game last week. He scored two touchdowns. I'm not expecting anything really close to that. I wouldn't be surprised if he went 7 for 50 uh, this week, right back where he kind of settled the weeks prior.
0: And then I got Tyler Conklin at 13. Against Detroit, decent matchup there. Tyler Higby, who's like who was back to a near rap, full rap participation last week, just didn't get the targets. Um, Hunter Henry against Vegas. Um, you know, keep in mind, look at whether Jacoby Myers is going to play or not. But this is a decent matchup for him. Foster Moreau, I have met sixteen here. There is a possibility that Darren Waller is back this week. So if Darren right. Waller is back, obviously don't play Foster Moreau. If if he's back, I would probably. I wouldn't even rank Waller that high, to be honest with you. I would. I'm probably gonna. I would probably end up putting Waller like ahead of like Tyler Conklin. Like that's kind of where yeah. I'm at with Waller. Even, that, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. I've been a frequent Waller drafter the past few seasons, and even when Waller plays, Foster Morel gets on the field, and Darren Waller's no sure thing anymore. He had that one season where he was excellent, but now he's just kind of falling off. He's not very consistent at all. We haven't seen much of a sample size at all with him having Devonte Adams on the field. Obviously he's able to get it done the first two weeks, but then he kind of quieted it down. I'm not sure if I would consider starting Darren Waller um, until we know he's for sure healthy because he's probably going to come back and be limited in some fashion this week if he does play. So I would just kind of leave him on the bench for now. And maybe you throw him in next week. If you need the upside of the tight end position, because there's not much else outside of, uh, the top guys like we talked about.
0: Jordan in the chat, you know, Foster Moreau did put up that donut last week. So Foster Zero, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Dawson Knox at 17. I know he had a couple of decent games, uh, but you know, they're they're going up against Miami in that what seems like a bad weather game. I still don't trust Knox that much. Uh, Austin Hooper had a decent week last week and he's getting targeted as well, you know, with Traylon Burks potentially out again he becomes you know, in streaming consideration. I might actually play Austin Hooper over Foster Moreau. So if you move him up a little bit, maybe to 16, yeah. so something like that. And then Taysom Hill at 19, Noah Fan at 20, and that's going to do it. Any, anything else with these last tight ends, or, or are we all set?
1: Just Taysom Hill making an appearance again, just because we know what he can do, because he's not used in a tight end fashion. Um, They're coming I, I out think... to
0: buy, you know, they could put a few wrinkles in there, had some extra time to put some wrinkles in there. That's all.
1: I think you could get away with playing him just because of that you know any week if you don't have one of the top guys Taysom Hill is just a dart throw every single week and he could you know put up like 20 points because sometimes it's just a Taysom Hill day you know and I might take my chances on that over a guy like Dawson Knox you know Dawson Knox yes he'll be running some routes but Taysom Hill has much more unique usage and a higher upside than Dawson Knox at this point.
0: Jordan Jordan is on fire today. Um, How about Driscoll? He's asking. It's a good point. On some platforms, not sleeper. uh, Jeff Driscoll is listed as a tight end. He's dual eligible as a quarterback and a tight end. So yes, I think it it, it makes a lot of sense for uh, him to be him to be there. I would say. Um, Yeah. You know, if if you don't have one of these top guys, I would say you know, after Tyler Conklin, I think that's where I would put him somewhere around there Um, because we don't know what it's going to look like. Driscoll only came in on, in specific situations. So that's kind of how I would play it. This was
1: the first week with Jeff Driscoll where we actually saw him (laughs) use. I was infuriated because like I said, I'm a Cowboys fan and boy, I would have been mad if we lost to the platoon quarterback situation of Jeff Driscoll (laughs) and Davis Mills. They used him pretty much as a rusher. It was was like the Taysom Hill role. So I guess, yes, you could say something like that. He did throw a touchdown, but, before this we hadn't seen him much on field i'm not sure if they employed that again
0: Juwan johnson seems to be back uh he did return to practice yesterday so good call daniel uh if he if if he is back i would put Juwan johnson above i would say put him above tyler conklin somewhere around there between between maybe right after T- conklin 13 14ish that's where i'll conklin put conklin seems
1: johnson. to be that border that you keep exactly. hitting. you know what i'm
0: saying say so yeah 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 exactly all right That'll do it, guys. Uh, appreciate you. Good luck tonight. Fancy football playoffs officially starting tonight. Uh, good luck, you know. Hope you guys get you know whoever your players are. Hope they kill it uh, throughout this weekend. Tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be doing our uh, Q&A, fantasy Q&A. So if you have any questions, make sure to join the podcast. I think we're going to do it at 9 a.m. tomorrow, Eastern Time, so that might be a little early for a lot of people. Uh, but we're going to see. I got a couple sick kids at home, yeah. so I have no idea what it's going to look like tomorrow. Uh, but I'll keep you guys updated on my Instagram story. Uh, but we should have a podcast tomorrow. Maybe we'll do some underdog stuff. Um, and, yeah, answer some last-minute questions. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
1: 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.